This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1637, How to Teach Kids to Clean Up Epic Messes, by Jen of ThisTimeOfMind.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to ORD, where I, Greg Audino, read to you from some of the best relationship-oriented articles on the web each and every day. And on Thursdays and Fridays, we stick to parenting content specifically, so I'm sure a lot of parents' ears perked right up when hearing the title of this one. Finally, some insight on how to get kids to clean up those huge messes of theirs. This article has some really creative ideas. So let's jump in and start optimizing your life. How to Teach Kids to Clean Up Epic Messes by Jen of ThisTimeOfMind.com If you've had kids around for any amount of time, you know that kids love to play. Sometimes they play with a handful of toys, totally absorbed in their cute little imaginations, and other times they play like complete tornadoes. It's like they're not satisfied until the floor is transformed and we're all left wondering what the carpet used to look like. It doesn't matter if our families are good at cleaning routines or not. These messes happen to everyone at some time or another. But that doesn't mean that we have to live with it. When we find ourselves face-to-face with one of those epic messes, it's time to call in the reinforcements. Because you aren't going to clean it. The kids are. Sound impossible? Surprisingly, it's not. Kids are capable of cleaning even the biggest messes. They just need a little guidance. Small messes are always easier to clean than big messes, right? So the trick is to break up the overwhelming task into something more manageable. And there are four ways to do just that. Try one or try them all until you find the method that works for your kids. Because when you teach your kids to clean up, You're doing so much more than getting a cleaner house. You're making one of the most worthwhile parenting investments for them and you. Method one, teach kids to clean up with a timer. As much as we love our kids, we have to admit they don't have the best concept of time. They could take all day to do a simple task only to get burnt out or bored and never actually get around to doing it. So rather than fighting with them about a monumental mess, try using a timer. It's an excellent way to break up overwhelming jobs into manageable pieces. Instead of expecting them to clean everything in one shot, let kids clean up in increments of 5 minutes, 10 minutes, or whatever they can handle. And then keep it fun by challenging them to beat the timer, rather than making it a countdown to a punishment. It's incredible how much they can get done when they're up against a clock. A fun alternative to a timer is music. Challenge kids to see how much they can clean up before a song ends. Let them take a quick break and then repeat until the job is done. Method 2. Teach kids to clean up in zones. 
Another way to break up epic messes is to break the room into sections. Help them visualize different areas of the room as you describe the zones. They can then focus on just one zone at a time, like in front of the couch, the bookcase, or the area by the window. For younger kids, have them report to you each time they finish a zone. They can then receive their next zone assignment. For older kids, they can move from one zone to the next on their own, or write down each zone and check them off as they go. Bonus tip? Sometimes the mess makes its way to every corner of the house. Believe me, I know how that goes. On those days, try using this concept for the whole house. When it's time for cleanup, assign each child a zone, which is an area or room, to pick up. It makes the process go a lot faster. Method 3. Teach kids to clean up by category. We've used each method in this post over and over again with our kids, but the one we usually use most is this one. Cleaning by categories means cleaning up by toy type or container, Legos, books, ball box, etc. And to make this method as easy as possible, encourage them to start with the category taking up the most space on the floor. Because sometimes the messes that seem the most overwhelming really aren't that bad. For example, my kids often get out the entire dress-up box and spread its contents all over the floor. Yes, there are other toys out too. But once the dress-up items are put away, they realize there really isn't that much left to clean. It quickly changes an overwhelming job into something much more manageable. Bonus tip? Writing lists is very effective for this method. When the mess is insane and my kids don't know where to start, I'll write the categories on something like this. My kids love checking off each category, and they've even taken over writing the list themselves. Method 4. Teach kids to clean up using piles. This last method combines two of the methods that we already talked about, cleaning by zones and categories. It might seem like more work, but in the end it works really well for those crazy huge messes. Kids work better in small increments. When kids clean up by piles, they basically just shove everything into piles in different locations or zones of the room. Not only will this help create a walking path, especially on days when the toys seem to become the new flooring, but it will visually break up the task. They can then work through one pile at a time. Even several smaller piles will be easier for them to handle than one never-ending one. To make the job go faster, have kids categorize each pile by creating mini-piles based on where they belong. That way, when they put things away, they only have to walk to each box, tote, or shelf once. Then, they repeat the process for each pile. Don't wait until the mess is overwhelming. Messes happen. We try our best to keep on top of it all, but let's be honest. Kids are kids, and they are not tidy by nature. And sometimes the mess just gets out of control. But since for many of us, a tidy space means more peace and happiness, try these tips to help the big messes happen a little less frequently. Remember, less is more. You don't have to hold on to every toy. If you can't find a home for it, it's time to donate it. Make it easy for kids to clean up. Make sure kids can easily take out and put away all toys. Use baskets and bins whenever possible to keep things organized. And make cleaning up a regular part of your routine. Whenever possible, work in a few quick cleanup sessions throughout the day to keep messes from building up, like before lunch or before bed. You just listened to the post titled, How to Teach Kids to Clean Up Epic Messes by Jen of ThisTimeOfMind.com. And thanks so much to Jen. 
What a wonderful and really creative post this was. It's really easy to see why these methods of hers would be so effective. And why is that? Because it's fun for the kids, of course. The objective is presented differently, the tone is different, so of course their reaction and participation will be different. Ultimately, what Jen is doing here as a parent is meeting her kids halfway. She's aware of what she needs done, and rather than just enforcing that, focusing only on her own needs, she's making sure that her kids get something out of it as well. And it can be hard to bring so much mindfulness to a situation like this, you know? Um, If we're really frustrated, or if we need something done really quickly, or maybe feel as though we generally get no help. But whether it's cleaning or another chore, kids or fellow adults, we're much more likely to get our needs met when we collaborate and consider the needs of others as well. Something to keep in mind, displayed beautifully by Jen today. That's going to do it though, everybody. Parents, I hope you took something from this one. It was a very helpful article for sure. Have a great rest of your day, everybody, and I will see you again tomorrow for another post. That's where your optimal life awaits.